listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Matt N., Al White, Elizabeth, and Charles. and thanks for joining us on the 183rd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. This week, we're discussing two more films selected by Carly, kind of. Kind of. The Lighthouse and Parasite. As a reminder, we tend to spoil movies, so listen at your own risk. The Lighthouse is currently streaming on Prime Video, and Parasite is up on Hulu, so check both of those out. Strongly suggest checking both of those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener, or just in general, because they're, spoiler alert, great films. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, especially I would say especially Parasite. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Especially Parasite. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Lovecraft Country. It's an HBO series with a premiere date of August 16th, created by Misha Green, uh, who previously worked on shows such as Sons of Anarchy and Heroes, and Jordan Peele. Um, Apparently also J.J. Abrams is involved somehow, although I would think that's like more producer Producer, type thing. Okay. Uh, The IMDb summary is a young African-American travels across the U.S. in the 1950s in search of his missing father. So I didn't really know that this existed. (laughs) I thought I could have sworn that I talked to you about it like a couple months ago. I remember... I don't know. I guess I'm high. Uh, There's time blurs together. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> time time doesn't exist in 2020 so time who knows <laughs> time isn't real it's not real um i'm I, so excited for this i you know i might have known a little bit because jordan peele is attached to it but i don't mm-hmm. think i like really I feel like it was it. around the time that the outsider was a thing um, oh, okay. there was like a little bit of a teaser. Sure, sure. Uh, my short time, my short term memory is pretty shot, so it's yeah. very possible that we talked about it. Um, well, how do you feel about it now, knowing and seeing the trailer? I mean, I'm stoked to I'm see so anything uh, with Jordan Peele's name attached to it right now. Uh, I love that he's bringing on all these young black female directors uh, on his new projects. I mean, we got Candyman coming out. And uh, I'm just stoked. I love it. Uh, I think it looks really interesting. I don't really know what it's about. Uh, Even after watching the trailer, still don't really know. Uh, It looks like it's got some time travel. It's got some monsters. I don't really care. I just want to see it. That's it. I'm very excited. And everything about it looks right up my alley. So I can't wait. Yeah. I don't know who that one actress is, but she is gorgeous. What's her name? I don't know her name. Super the gorgeous. Lipstick. The one with the lipstick and the gorgeousness <laughs> happening. I don't know her name. She is amazing. <laughs> She's gorgeous. I can't even handle how beautiful she is. The one with the lipstick. The I one with the it. lipstick and the whole thing going on. She's uh, absolutely gorgeous. Let's see if I can figure it out. <laughs> Not that chick. You know how bad I am with like names <laughs> just in general and describing and it's hard things. When you don't know the names of 
Yeah, it's hard when you don't know the names of the characters. Uh, it's I think it's Journey Smollett. She was uh, previously in Birds of Prey. Uh, she was also in, it looks like, uh, maybe a little bit of True Blood. Okay. Um, and she was also in one ep- an episode of the I don't New really Twilight care. Zone She's series. fire. She's just fire. Like she's just, super fire. I can't handle how gorgeous she is. Uh, anyway, and I, I want the see lipstick. It. So I want all of it. I want. I'm just so <laughs> that sounded gross. It wasn't supposed to be meant as a gross thing. I'm just very excited about this. I want to watch it. Um, I don't. So this is based on a novel. That is, uh, to my knowledge, that I think so. I mean, we're we're basing this on yeah, it is. It's a novel by Matt Ruff. Don't know Stoked. anything about it, but there we Me go. Either, Dark fantasy horror novel. Um, oh, okay. I'm gonna just read the novel description because okay. I think it's helpful. Okay. This is off of Wikipedia, though, so take that at a grain of salt. But Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country is a 2016 dark fantasy horror novel by Matt Ruff, exploring the conjunction between the horror fiction of H.P. Lovecraft and racism in the United States during the era of Jim Crow laws, as experienced by black science fiction fan Atticus Turner and his family. Hell to the yes. Hell to the yes. I'm here for it. I especially like this because it's merging of H.P. Lovecraft, who is very beloved by the horror community, but also he ha- he's like a Nazi, right? A little like, bit of an asshole. Is he's what a he, terrible, what horrible he human yep. being. Yes. Um. So this is kind of like we can enjoy the monsters that H.P. Lovecraft creates, but also like totally like take away, not take His- away the racism, but like just fucking like shine a spotlight on it if anything you know what i mean like pretty freaking smart i want to read this book now i'm all about it it'll be our book club book uh we have a lot of book club books we have not started reading yet (laughs) (laughs) we talk about this book club but is yet to exist i know we should just do it you know i mean we're both going to be reading the twilight book so i know i feel like we have to start there okay yeah that'll be number one (laughs) and then we can move on to lovecraft country i'm in all right i'm super in on this i'm super excited i can't wait i'm just let's yes please same z's okay moving on moving on what's next okay so we're gonna dive into the first movie film of this episode with uh the lighthouse is it too early to talk about the lighthouse just in the morning i mean oh maybe maybe we're going to do it anyway. We Sorry. haven't had our rum yet. Well, I put Kahlua in my coffee, so... Fuck, you're ahead of me. I, I should have done help. something. Gosh. <laughs> Dang it. All right, well... Sorry, continue. You got this. The Lighthouse. Less enthusiastic this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From 2019. Uh, written and directed by Robert Eggers of The Witch fame. Um... <laughs> Also written by Max Eggers. The IMDb summary is two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity whilst living on remote and mysterious New England Island in the 19 in the 1890s. Excuse me. It'd be funny if it was the 1980s. In the 1980s. In the 1980s. (laughs) What? (laughs) I. This is your first viewing. Really liked this movie. Yes. A lot. Like, I wasn't expecting to like it because I know it's very polarizing. I know a lot of people don't like it. Um, Who? Who doesn't like this movie? But a lot of people. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I will say, like, it's very Robert Eggers, right? To make a movie that's this polarizing. Um, and so filled with myth. I mean, if we if we know anything about Robert Eggers from both of his movies, he likes a good myth. And he, he likes some good he, folklore. Nobody researches shit like he does. Like, no. He, like, when we did, I remember when we covered The Witch was probably a really long time ago but remember when we covered it and we like did all this research on it we found like he like basically learned a different language mm-hmm. and he, i think he's really interested in language and dialects and he really is not afraid yeah. to like learn them when he's writing his scripts so like i'm always really interested in that i love how he does all these period pieces i know his next film is supposed to be like a Norwegian Viking kind of thing. Hell so yeah. That'll be I interesting. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I know that's like pre-production right now. Um, so I, I I really love Robert Eggers. I love his attention to detail. Um, I found this film to be charmingly disorienting. <laughs> it's the oh, best absolutely. way I know to put it. I loved it. <laughs> It's but it's so, so it's not for everybody like no. i didn't make tony watch this with me because i don't know that this is for him <laughs> oh tony <laughs> i mean i don't think this is for everybody i wouldn't expect people to even maybe consider this a horror movie which i absolutely found it to be a horror movie but i found it to be a horror movie too um i was so excited to see this movie and was extremely pre-COVID, obviously, (laughs) one of these opportunities. Um, I was able to see this movie with a Q&A from Willem Dafoe. Oh, God. And it was like, it was literally a whole day because it was a Willem Dafoe marathon. And it was free, but like you had to stay and watch all of the movies before it because Lighthouse was obviously like the, the grand finale. What other movies were there? Uh, what else did we watch? Um, oh my gosh, Sorry, what I is to put you in the spot? No, that's okay. Uh, we watched. I can't. Why can't I remember the name of it? Because the I put Army you on one. the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like I was like ready to say it, and then it was like, nope, just kidding. it disappears. That's me all memory. the time. That's me all the time. <laughs> um, shit. No, it's a really good movie. Yeah, um, but it was sure actually it the first time that I had ever seen it. It was super young, Willem Dafoe. With uh, just look up William Willem Dafoe on IMDb, and then you'll find all the movies. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, um, okay. Spider Man. It was oh. not. <laughs> Speed Two Cruise Control. <laughs> it was that one. Just kidding. Um, Bad Country. Platoon. Oh, oh, okay. and I had like never old seen. School. Yeah, I had never seen Got Platoon it. before. Oh, I think you told um, me about that. Yeah, and it was. It was great to be able to see it in theaters. Um, And then The Last Temptation of Christ, which was not as good. (laughs) Yeah. Not as good at all. I feel like there was another one. But then... um, I didn't know he was in The English Patient. I'm like really interested in reading Willem Dafoe on IMDb right now. It's so... I mean... He's he's such a versatile actor. Look at all these like different types. Like this man has never been typecast in his life. Look at this. It's all over the place. Nemo. We've got... (laughs) Boondock Saints. (sighs) Shadow of the Vampire. Aviator. Aviator, again, Speed 2 Cruise Control. A classic. 
fantastic the, like, aquatic, Mr. Fox. Which is one of my favorite. Oh yeah, it looks oh, yeah, he definitely does the whole like Wes Anderson thing really well. Oh yeah. He's so oh my gosh. So good. You know, which is really funny because I, I when I was watching The Lighthouse, I definitely especially at the very beginning thought, wow, this looks like Wes Anderson. <laughs> It kind of did with that weird, especially with all the farts and things like that. I was thinking more like even before they got to the lighthouse, there's like a scene where they're um, just arriving. Yeah, where they're just arriving on the boat and they're like in these costumes and they look so meticulous Mm -hmm. and their mustaches are just so. And like Mm -hmm. it just looked very Wes Anderson. There's like one shot before they go into this lighthouse that was like, wow, Wes Anderson. Yeah. um, Also, we need to talk about this aspect ratio because holy shit. not something i'm comfortable watching at first (laughs) i usually hate it yeah to be honest i'm widescreen all the way sure um but it just it works it works for this movie well yeah i mean the reason they did it is because you know we we wanted to be whisked away to times of black and white silent Mm -hmm. film you know Mm -hmm. which i think it was it worked this the camera work in this film is different and interesting and beautiful um i I don't necessarily know what this means but it might mean something to some of our listeners uh it was shot on a double x stock black and white and with that they it's you need so much light to film Mm -hmm. um or else nothing's gonna get picked up so they had these like crazy bright um lights on set in order for the cameras to pick up everything happening. So like even at night, like crew members were wearing sunglasses <laughs> because they had to make it so bright on set. And the poor the poor actors could not. <laughs> they couldn't even well, they couldn't see each other half the time, I don't think. It's so funny, um, because Willem Dafoe was talking about how um because obviously like people asked a ton of questions about the filming um of this of this because right. it's so particular yes and he was saying that like because they actually filmed like on a location that everything was so tight yeah. and so all of the scenes were like so heavily choreographed mm. that like robert eggers would just know exactly what he wanted like there wasn't a lot of like room for like playing around because it was just like this is how you had to do it this is where you had to be at this time and so like there weren't even like a lot of shots taken because Mm -hmm. this is how it had to go right like especially like the dancing scene was like extremely cramped and like everybody it was just like it was kind of like a dance i think is what he like had described it as which i think is completely fascinating yeah i thought that the um You'll notice, I think you notice at the beginning when the weather's not as bad that the the shots are a little bit more interesting. Um, Traveling, lots of like panning and um, um, dolly work on -hmm. some of these like long shots, which are really cool. And then you start to not notice it so much as the film goes along. It gets really disorienting and feels less organized, but I think on purpose and in a good Mm way. Um, So I really liked that. Um, I'd like to go back and try to pay pay more attention to the score of this film. Um, Just because it really, I think it works so well that you don't even notice it. No, exactly. You don't notice it until you like notice it, it until feels it's so like quiet. hectic a little. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it just feels so quiet and ca- and like s- not serene, but I think it's just that adds to the disorientation you feel. I mean, I, the, the the film itself is not a horror movie, but I felt 
the same kind of feelings I had when watching a horror movie. Because I definitely, like, especially towards the end, uh, felt very disoriented. Um, mm-hmm. I felt messed up watching this. <laughs> I was no. like, but in a good way. Like, I was yeah. really into it. Uh, it doesn't really make sense uh, to me a whole lot. I think they, you know, kind of left it up in the air on purpose, which usually isn't my favorite thing to do. But I think this is done in a really smart way. Um and on purpose, I, I read a, a note here that said that they ended up changing the ending um, because it was too clear. They wanted it to be confusing um, for the audience, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think um, I remember reading somewhere that there was like someone had asked like why you don't show people what rob pattinson sees like at the end and he just like obviously cryptically was like because if you saw it the same fate would befall you like (laughs) Like that he just like really wanted it to kind of be that like you know that's some pulp fiction what's in the briefcase kind of shit (laughs) yeah and i'm okay with it like i didn't want to see what would we Mm -hmm. see anyway well i think too a lot of it is just like because robert eggers is very much like lore and myth based yeah it it kind of felt like a greek mythology situation right where like you have this character who like he just wants to see what's in the lighthouse and he's like committed these crimes and then he like kills this guy and then he climbs the mountain which is the lighthouse and then he obviously like is ripped apart by seagulls at the end oh my god so great you know what i mean yeah like yeah there's just a lot of a lot of things that like I don't know. Just make this so good. <laughs> yeah. I I think if, before we dive into like the super important things anymore, I want to talk about this mermaid genitalia. I think it's really important that we do that. Yeah, I think so too. Because <laughs> Because I was not expecting that. Oh um, no. Which I don't think anyone's really expecting mermaid genitalia. Nope. But now, they studied shark genitals to create the mermaid genitalia. And Carly, as a shark enthusiast, uh, are you familiar with the genitalia of sharks? <laughs> Is it weird to say it looks about right? <laughs> no. I was really expect. I uh, was expecting that answer. Okay. So now it's not weird. Yes. It looks right. <laughs> You're a big shark, Just shark nerd. The- of course you know about shark genitalia. <laughs> I know all about the say- genitalia, Amy. I had a pause. I had to pause it at that moment. And when I paused, I paused right on the mermaid genitalia. Oh, like wow. when I paused it, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote, I just accidentally paused on mermaid genitals and I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> and then Tony walks in and is like, what are you watching? No, he was gone it's that for the time. Podcast. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have just sat down and been like, what the fuck? pause it again let me look at that closer what's happening here (laughs) um no the the acting this is really like i don't know i'm not an actor but i would think if i were an actor like this would be such a fun thing to watch and like aspire to be able to accomplish oh for sure because holy shit the acting in this is amazing it's so good. And the dialogue is like, this script was just written so well. Dude, the writing was, the, the writing Holy is shit. so amazing. I, yeah. there were multiple times that I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like that's, that's some heavy hitting dialogue. 
And then when it's not, it's still wonderful. I, there's like this one point where Willem Dafoe's character is calling out Robert Pattinson's character, uh, like saying like, oh, you think you're mysterious, but you're an open book. And, and it, I don't know why, but it's just so hitting. Like it's so, mm-hmm. I love that whole monologue that he has right there. The monologues are so, I don't know. I don't, this is like amazing in terms of acting. It really is. And you're right. Like the monologues are almost like, they're like written like little poems, like little songs and like the delivery on them are, are so good and so solid. And I love how we can be having a lighthearted moment. And all of a sudden in one sentence, the whole mood changes. Yeah. And, like, Willem Dafoe is slapping Rob Pattinson across the face, like, telling him not to kill the seagulls. Yikes. When Rob Pattinson says he doesn't like Willem Dafoe's lobster, it's like World War oh, Three. he's so sad. He, he liked the <laughs> he's lobster. heartbroken. He's so sad. <laughs> he's heartbroken. He's so heartbroken, he does a sea curse on him, like Ursula. Yeah. And that sea curse is a thing. Yeah, it's do great. not. Don't fuck around with sea curses. No. No. I just fucking love this movie. It's so good. It's so good. It really is. I really, the funny thing is, is I don't fault someone for hating it, but I love it so much. It's I'll judge so you. I'll judge you for Will the both you? of us. I get it. Like, I understand that, like, no, I don't know. I just think this movie is great. It is great. <laughs> Dude, when when Robert Pattinson had that dialogue uh, where he's just insulting Willem Dafoe's character, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he literally used the phrase curdled foreskin, I almost <laughs> threw up in my mouth. <laughs> like, it was the most vivid insults. Ugh. I have never heard insults Ugh. like this, and they were the best insults of all time. Like, I need to go back and, like, and keep them write, in my pocket. Write them all down, keep them in my pocket. <laughs> so, if someone really pisses me off, I can tell them they smell like curdled foreskin. Because you know that'll stick with them. It's so gross. If it's someone so tells gross. you you smell like curdled foreskin, like, that shit sticks with you forever. Forever. <laughs> Forever. You are scrubbing your armpits and yeah. your balls that night. You know? You're not going out for a week <laughs> of, of daily You're baths. throwing out all your old underwear and starting yeah. over from scratch. <laughs> starting from scratch. Oh, that's so This good. isn't like a slowly replace your underwear situation. This Mm-mm. is like burn your old underwear and buy all go. new. Yeah. <laughs> Bleach ain't fixing that. Just saying. <laughs> How did we get here? I'm sorry. I am so happy we're here. We have arrived. I think we need to talk about this weird BDSM scene also. Okay. Like, there's some really hypersexual moments in mm-hmm. this movie, which is expected with two men It's tra- trapped in an enclosed area for an extended period of time. Yes. But um, when they're dancing and then, like, like slow dancing and mm-hmm. like <laughs> Willem and Dafoe then- has this like very sweet song he's singing about loving a woman and being in bed with them and then, <laughs> and then they almost kiss and instead they fight. Yes. <laughs> it's like so They're like whoa perfect. whoa whoa buddy. It's just steeped in toxic masculinity. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I don't know. It's it's pretty great. Oh, it's, it's so great. I laugh. But the, but then this dog scene he like puts him on a leash after beating him up 
calls him a dog, tells him to bark, forces him like like this is some crazy BDSM shit. <laughs> like yes. I don't know what's going on. Puts yes, him in a hole is. and buries him alive. <laughs> like it's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Pretty close. It's pretty fucked up. And then you think he's having a like a change of heart when he's like, oh, what did I do? You know, and he unburies him with his hands. And then really, he just wants the keys so he can go check out the lighthouse. Right. Um, I think, fun fact, I think that was like one of the first scenes that they filmed because yeah. like of the weather. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe said that that was actually dirt, real, real dirt. They like tried to have him throw it on so like it wouldn't necessarily like get in his face it was getting all in his mouth yeah oh, i was, it was gagging just, yeah oh my god he's like chewing on it too real life dude so gross yeah and those definitely. teeth <laughs> like watching those Ugh. teeth just like Ugh. chewing on dirt Ugh. Ugh. there's so many points in this movie where i thought i might vomit like i don't understand <laughs> how people can think that this isn't a horror movie <laughs> It's such a horror movie. It's so gross and weird and disorienting and lovely, and I love it so much. It's so good. I'm I so love, happy. I love Robert Eggers. I love Same. him. I love, Same. I love, love him. You know um, what I don't like? What? And this has nothing to do with Robert Eggers. This oh, okay. Is, this is something, I mean, that's not true. Like, I think that it's the same thing with Hereditary and Midsummer. People going into this movie expecting the witch and so not liking the lighthouse because they were expecting the witch the same thing as people going into midsummer think like expecting hereditary and like that's why they didn't like it because like See, i don't i don't feel like this is that weren't met disjointed from the witch though i don't if, either but it like, feels like a very natural second film <laughs> i think so too which is yeah. why it blows my mind when i hear that yeah that's it. That's what bothers Someday me. we're going to have a midsummer episode. Someday. We will. <laughs> we will. We're getting, our listeners are getting mad because we haven't done one yet. <laughs> it's so funny because, so we were planning on doing um, a midsummer episode. This week. This week. Um, this week. Yeah. But things just didn't align. And so we picked these two films instead, but we were putting it together with a couple of our friends and yeah. I had decided uh, this week to watch Midsummer, the director's cut and when al saw it he messaged me and he was like wait a minute i thought this wasn't happening are oh, you no. doing this <laughs> <He was laughs> like, did i get kicked out oh al, no <laughs> you would never get kicked out i was like al no i've been planning so paranoid. to watch this for a while like we love you it's okay yeah so we were gonna have al white on and like luke rodriguez who just had a baby congratulations um, chrissy oh my god you guys there's a new modern horrors baby and she's so cute and she's i'm like so, so excited cute. about it um but no like we knew luke's wife is about to pop and so we were trying to like force this roundtable episode only about mm -hmm. midsummer uh, with a couple of, with a couple of our friends um, and some new friends um, because we wanted different perspectives on the film um, right. from different people because uh, Carly and I love it but we as we all know when Carly and I really like something it can't it's not always great because we're just talking about how much we love it and yeah. it's nice to have uh, on a film that's polarizing it's nice to have different. Per perspectives and points of view we weren't planning on arguing maybe argue a little with al just because i love arguing with al but like <laughs> just Luke. in general we were gonna have a few other people on um and it just didn't it just like figuring it out was too hard and then luckily it didn't happen because luke's wife ended up having a baby on that day so it would have been a little too much um 
all that being said, it will happen eventually and it will be awesome. And there's going to be a lot of people on and it's just going to be talking about Midsummer. but it's not going to happen yet. So just hold, hold your horses. Hold your horses. I also want to wait until I can get a director's cut version of the 4K Blu-ray. Persuasion. I think I'm gonna. I mean, I already bought this digital version, but I think I might buy once it's available the 4K. Yeah, as well. I have a Blu-ray of it, but it's great. not director's cut, and they just released the director's cut. And when I went to order, it was already sold out. So now I have to wait again. We so can we'll just see. we can cast it together if you want. Because mm-hmm. I have it. I want to see it on my big she screen. Says, no, I want to watch it on my fancy pretty, TV. Pretty. <laughs> I do. It's midsummer. It. I can't watch it on my computer monitor. This shit's gonna I suck. Get it. It's beautiful. <sighs> All right. Long story short, this movie rocks. Thanks, Robert Eggers. Can't wait to see your Norwegian movie. Norwegian I'm very Viking excited. Movie. It's called The Northman, I think. I'm in. I don't I care what it's called. Yes, is <laughs> what I say. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think we did pretty good with that one, and we both liked it. It's there's true. a lot of interesting trivia there. We didn't even touch upon most of it. That's one movie where I'm like, please make a documentary with all the behind-the-scenes shit, because just reading about the making of this movie is so exciting. Like, all the, like, bad weather, and, mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, I don't know. I want to watch. I want to watch how this movie was made. Same. Okay. In a big let's, way. Let's move on. I didn't change the name here. You do that. Okay, so let's move on to our next film today, which is Parasite from 2019. It's written and directed by Bong Joon-ho, I hope I said that right, who previously directed films such as Mother and The Host. I know we covered The Host on the show. Really like that movie. That's so good. It's also written by Jin Wan Han. The IMDb summary is greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between a wealth the wealthy Park family, and the destitute Kim clan. So this was my first viewing of Parasite. What did you think? I I really wanted to see it in theaters. I was planning to see it in theaters. Uh, it was showing at a small theater near my house right around the time coronavirus hit. Uh, so I didn't make it out there, um, unfortunately. But... Uh, I'm still, I, I was holding off to watch it, honestly. No, I get it. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad I finally watched it. I'm glad I watched it not knowing anything about it. I really yeah. avoided any kind of spoiler. I don't know how I did because it's such a popular film. I mean, even my parents saw this movie before me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, once you win back, once you're nominated for Best Picture and then you yeah. win it. like yeah. It, it's kind of like it pulls in people that aren't just in the the genre community. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised when my mom said she watched this. She's like, oh, I watched that Parasite movie that was nominated for all those things. And like, my parents are not horror movie people. <laughs> They're not gory. Like, my dad likes like action movies and he'll watch like... Um, like a lot of kung fu type movies, martial arts movies. But like, this is not uh, something my parents... <laughs> And to be fair, it does kind of lean more into, like, black comedy thriller. It does. And it doesn't say horror movie anywhere on it. Right. Uh, But let's be real. There's some serious horror influence going on here. Oh, yeah. All sorts of, like, Hitchcock and Mm -hmm. some, some slashers, some, like, home invasion. There's some, like, really, like, strong horror 
themes throughout it's, this film. Did, it's so good. It's so good. Um, it's so and I good. mean, I knew it was going to be good, but I'm also glad that I really had no idea what this is about. I knew it was about two families. That's all I knew. Um, yeah. Same. I that's how I went into it as well. And I'm glad I did. So if you haven't seen Parasite yet, like, don't listen to this. I don't care. Like, come back after yeah. you watch it. I don't. Please I don't. just the, the less you know about it, I think the better. I mean, I'm sure it's still enjoyable, but I think that first viewing, the first viewing just, is special. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. So I didn't write any notes writing th- re- watching this rather. Um, a lot of times I won't when we do foreign language films because obviously I'm reading subtitles. I don't want to miss anything when I'm writing a note. Sometimes if it's really important, I'll pause it and write a note. But I, there was no way I was pausing this movie. <laughs> You could be like, what's his face in Twin Peaks and just record yourself. <laughs> I know, right? Just like Making talk over it. <laughs> it probably would have annoyed the crap out of my husband who was uh. watching it with me. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Tony loved this movie also, Yay. by the way. Because um, it's Burrell. Yeah. So good. My mom, however, she was like, mm, it was a little weird. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't recommend this movie for my mom. <laughs> oh man it's like was it like gory wasn't it like kind of scary for you mom she's like yeah it was a little uh it wasn't really my favorite but it was good (laughs) um but anyway that's uh, so cute yeah this this movie is very unexpected this is going to be the kind of thing where i don't know what to say about this movie because it's so good i just want to talk about my favorite parts and that's all i really got it Mm -hmm. um i will say i think it's really interesting the the, the layers of discrimination and class um, segregation this film has, like yeah. the lines that are drawn between the two social class groups. Um, I'm kind of like embarrassed to say I didn't even think about the title Parasite until today. Like when I was writing the notes, I was like, Parasite is an interesting title. And then I like really got it. <laughs> it's like not something I thought about. Yeah. Before watching or after watching the movie right away. Um, I mean, we don't always think about titles of films. And we don't usually talk about them, to be honest. But I think this one's an interesting... It's an interesting title. It's not... Because we have these groups who are feeding off of each other mm-hmm. to survive. Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense. It's a great title. It's, it's the perfect so title. It's so smart. He's so brilliant. Yeah, so smart. I love this man. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's it's a it's a flawless movie. I don't really have any any bad things to say about it. The camera work's amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's uh, so beautiful. It's, it's so gorgeous. <laughs> um, meticulous. It's so meticulous, yeah. and everything. The the relationships between all of the characters is perfect. Um, you really you kind of it's it's like not a movie. It's a movie that says so much, like has so much social commentary, but like mm-hmm. doesn't really like shit talk anybody in particular right. either, which is really like, I, I don't know. It's just it's so well done. There's no villains. No. Like, who's the villain here? There's no, no villain. One. No one. Everyone has villainous moments and everyone has heroic moments. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no one bad. Everything mm-hmm. has a reason. Like, every, this is beautifully crafted. Um, even when we meet the third group, 
in the third family, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which I was not expecting. I, this is the best, not the best part of the movie, but Dude, it was just like so funny bringing that in. When they first go in, spoiler alert, they, when they first go in that basement, Oof. and I was like, oh, this is taking a turn for real right now. Like, yeah. Right. Like, honestly, once once the the housekeeper showed up at the house, I was like, fuck, <laughs> she looks cray. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to her, but it's not good. No. And we never really find out what happened to her, right? No. Um. Obviously, she lost her job, which probably hit her really hard. And she's probably freaking out because her husband is like still in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Just fucking keep your husband in the basement, <laughs> which is weird. It's, yeah. It's weird. It's but I mean, super weird. Again, Parasite. And like mm-hmm. he like, the husband had like the hu- the husband of the house or the man of the house on like a pedestal. Like, respect, respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kept saying. And, yeah. Oh my God. And the way that they, I loved the way they used smell mm-hmm. in this movie. The way that smell saying that you know poor people smelled a certain way like they Uh have you all smell the same you smell like you and you smell like you and and it smells like the subway it smells like a a semi-basement um really that's the one thing that these people do that make you go fuck these people yeah (laughs) you know totally totally anytime they go you know and they're like, oh, it smells like so and so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is stomach turning, though. And like, yeah. the, when they're under the coffee table and they're oh. talking about how he smells and he like smells himself, mm-hmm. it's probably supposed to be funny, but it's really just very sad. Yeah. I don't even know if it's supposed to be. F- I mean, maybe like the act of him smelling well, I himself. I don't think necessarily like, supposed to be funny, but right. I mean, in any other instance. You'd probably chuckle at that, right? Right. Like someone talking about someone smelling and you smell yourself. Totally. But that's usually just because someone smells, not because of social class. Right. <laughs> so when it's suddenly about social class, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck that. That's not. Yeah. Okay. So uh. I don't know. I liked every character was really tangible. Um, they all had. I could just I don't know. Like I really I could relate to every character on some sort of level which is i think really interesting Mm -hmm. it is and it really is just like a testament to the writing and the crafting of this like yeah amazing movie i mean there's a reason why this thing won best picture like it's so smart and so it's just i mean it's i think it's perfect also there's nothing wrong with it no i I, there's nothing that i saw in my one viewing that i would say "Mm, that could be different (laughs) And I love, I love where we're, like, I just love the journey that we're on. Yeah. Like, because it really does feel like a journey, especially if you don't know where it's going. Like, I had no idea. And I was just like along for the ride. And the yeah. next thing I know, we're like at a birthday party and people are dying. And I was yeah. like, how did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's when shit starts to go down, it really goes down. You're like, there's no turning back at this point. Like, no, and that's what I like about it, too, because I was kind of like, how is this going to end? And it yeah. ends, oh, so sad. It's the most sad ending so ever. So sad. Ugh. Heart-wrenching. Because I, I, when we were watching it, I was like, oh, spoiler alert, guys, oh, dad's in the basement. 
And Tony's like, he's not in the basement. I'm like, no, he's in the fucking basement. He's totally he's like, in the basement. He's not in the basement. I'm like, he's in the fucking basement. And then he was in the fucking basement. <laughs> he's totally in the fucking basement. He's got to be in the basement. He's got to be. He's the only one who knew where that hand crank was. And they he, they showed him putting that on the shelf and they never went back to it. You know that shit's going to happen again. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know that callback's going to happen. And so I knew he was going to be in the basement. And... um. And that ending where at first you're like, the son was able to buy the house and save his dad. And then you're like, no, there's no fucking way that's going to happen. That's his dream. He put himself in his own own prison Mm -hmm. instead of going to, you know, an actual prison. But really, weren't they in prison all along? Like they were, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I will say I thought it was really I remember when the the brother character first started Who's working in train at the to house. The sun. Yeah. I love him. He's great. Uh when he starts working there and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know my he didn't say my sister." And I was like, "Why doesn't he just tell her it's his sister?" Um and then and then once the sister started working there, I was like, as soon as she took off her underwear, at first I was like, what is she doing? And I was like, oh, she's going to try and get the dad a job, a job driving. <laughs> so I like really like I could anticipate what was happening yes. after the sister was working. And um, I love her, too. She's she I love is that character. A great character. She's so good. She's fantastic. I was yeah. very sad when she got stabbed. Same. Very sad. Like, but why? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty sad. I. I don't I this is again this is one of those things I like it it's great I don't know what to say except for watch it if you haven't seen it I don't know what you're waiting for it's on Hulu it's fantastic sorry we spoiled everything (laughs) well I mean we I said spoiler alert literally before everything I was saying that was a spoiler (laughs) all these characters are great I'm so happy that you liked it I'm so happy you liked the lighthouse I'm just happy that we had this conversation. I'm just happy in general. Same. Both of this this week's films. Yes. Very good selections here. Yes. It's a good oh a good July. Yeah. I can't really say more about it. Sorry, guys. I, I it's always so disappointing. The more I like a movie, the harder it is for me to talk about it usually. Same. Uh, I mean, we talk about that all the time though. But yeah. I think we did a, a good job. I mean, there's I mean, there's just so much but also what can you what can you say about this one you yeah. know yeah there's yeah. just it's everything's the everything is great the character building yeah the, the sh- like the shots yeah it's just beautiful all around agreed agreed all right um so what's going on with you are you watching anything new <sighs> i what did I watch? I watched that movie Her Smell the other day. Oh yeah. How was that? Um I liked it. Um yeah. I liked it a lot. It so I was going to watch The Rental. Mm. Um cuz that just came out and it's yeah. only like 6 bucks to rent, I think. Right. Um and then for some reason, I just started looking up other Dan Stevens movies, and he was in that Her Smell. And so I was like, oh, that's on HBO. And so I just watched that for, I don't know, randomly. Um, I think I'm going to watch The Rental tonight, though. I'm very excited to check that out. 
Um, what else? I don't really know what else I've been watching, to be honest. Okay. Ooh, nothing's coming to me. No. What about you? I've been watching a lot of random shit. Yeah. And I can't really, like, remember what it is. I mean, I watched, mid- <laughs> I watched the Midsummer Director's Cut, but I already pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> Will you just say if you liked it better, worse, or the same? Uh, I'm going to say the same. There's, okay. um, it's, I think, mostly what I remember, because I, I haven't seen the regular version in a while either. Um, but I think it was just, like, extra, like, not even ceremony stuff, but, like, things like that that were just kind of, like, woven into the story. Oh, yeah. Um, And maybe one extra, like, couple fight that we didn't necessarily get before. But I'm not Got 100% it. sure about that. Got it. Um, yeah, it's hard to know what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what? I did watch something I would like to mention. Not horror-related at all. But it's called, uh, it's on Netflix, and it's called Mucho Mucho Amor. And yep. it's about Walter Mercado, who was a astrologer that Ooh. was on TV um, around the 80s, I want to say, 70s. Mm-hmm. And he was very big. Um, he's Puerto Rican, and he was on, like, All Telemundo, so, like, really, really popular uh, in the Latin American countries. And... Um, Basically, it's just like a biography about him. It's really, really good. I really, really recommend it. He's very flamboyant, wears like these amazing um, clothes. That and sounds he's awesome. So, he's so beloved by everybody. It's like a really great uh, documentary. I highly I like recommend it. Carly, you would like it because of all like the horoscope things. Yeah, it sounds like I would. You should check it out. I definitely really, really will. Good. Heartwarming, sad wonderful all great things good feelings good feelings throughout i highly recommend i will check it out yeah what else did i watch that was just kind of a random thing tony and i threw on uh i guess um lin-manuel miranda really loved him growing up because he's also obviously also puerto rican Mm -hmm. and so like he i think he had a big part in getting the documentary made that's awesome i love that he is doing that dude he is so wonderful he's great he's fantastic i still haven't watched hamilton, hamilton yet <laughs> i've watched it three times and i ball my eyes out every single time i know i'm just gonna cry the whole time you won't cry the whole time but you'll definitely cry through most of the second act i i am notoriously uh i notoriously ball my eyes out for like almost every musical i've ever seen like yeah, i well, this one you will. For I am sure. so. I don't know what it is about musicals. I cannot. I like. I'm always crying in music. I don't know why. I, I don't do even. Too. I don't even think that like I like musicals as much as like musical people like musicals. You know. I don't. <laughs> but like it's, anytime I watch a musical, I'm bawling my eyes out. When I saw Les Mis in theaters, oh, I had oh like my God. I my face hurt. Because I was crying the entire time. It's so, okay, so this is hilarious because <laughs> I, so I went to go see that with Steve and oh, when he, he like came back from the bathroom or, or whatever, like, I don't know if it was like in the middle of or during uh, Anne Hathaway's song. Mm, and oh my God. I <laughs> was dying. Bawling. My eyes were like I was sobbing, probably. You, yes, but you like tra- have to be audibly <laughs> sobbing during that scene. <laughs> he 
he was just staring at me. And afterwards, he was like, I felt so bad because I like didn't know what to do. Why did he like, watch that? Part? That's like the best part of the whole fucking movie. I was like, I didn't know what to do either. Just let it happen, man. <laughs> Bawling my eyes out. Oh, thank God that like, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Is in that movie. Oh, yeah. For some kind of comic relief because holy shit. I almost died. Ugh, that movie's rough. That play is rough in general. Yeah, just in general. Yeah. I've read it before, but I'd never seen it performed. <laughs> so, yeah, That's I was so not good. quite expecting so, all that emotion. So no, I'm definitely a crier when it comes to the theater. It's like anytime someone cr- starts singing with any kind of emotion, I'm done. Like, if you... <laughs> totally and it's also just the music yeah there's um the violins and the whatever i don't know like the building of like all of the stuff and then i'm just like i feel it i feel it in my soul and it just makes me it comes out through my eyeballs you know i've never seen an opera but i'm sure i would have a very very similar reaction to that as well yeah yeah I saw an opera. I don't remember what it was called, but something happened and there was murder. I don't remember no. crying, but I remember being like, oh, my God, these are brutal. <laughs> I would love to one day, like, go to, like, one of the New York City, like, real operas where you get, mm-hmm. like, fucking dressed up to the nines. Yes. Like yes. wearing gowns and shit. <laughs> I will wear a gown with you when, if ever, we're allowed to be in a theater together again. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. I'm do down. like a New York City trip and go to the opera? Hell yeah. Oh my God. I'm in. I want to go get a fancy sparkly dress. Same. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be so fun. Do you ever see the movie Moonstruck? Yes, but like forever ago. That's with Cher, right? Yeah. So yeah. Moonstruck is like me and my mom's movie. Uh, gr- growing up, uh, I watched that with her all the time. Um, it's, we know all the words we want. I love, love that movie more than any other movie. It's definitely like in my top five. Um, cause it's, I highly recommend you rewatch it cause okay. it never, it's never bad. Like it doesn't like it's timeless. Mm-hmm. It, it's never offensive. It's always funny and romantic and sad and it's just a it's one of the best movies that people don't talk about (laughs) i will watch it nicholas cage is the funniest person of all time in this movie (laughs) (laughs) and it's so perfect and i love like the whole like italian american and new york thing and there's like opera and there's cooking and there's just all of my favorite things (laughs) But there's like a whole really weird scene. The weirdest scene in the movie is when Cher is getting ready for the opera. And uh, and when they go to the opera, I think it's the best. Rep- I've never been to the opera, but I think it's the best representation of opera in a film I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never been to the opera. I've never however. been to the opera, but it's exactly <laughs> what I think be going to the opera should be. So if amazing. So if we go to the opera and it's not exactly like that, I'm going to be really upset. Okay, so if we well, go to the opera, I'm just going to dress like Cher. Okay. Yes. From I don't know Moonstruck. what she, I'm assuming that she dresses amazingly. Well, I mean, so. it's a very 80s roughly kind of red dress with velvet Great. and I'm okay with it. I want to wear that. And amazing. I want my hair to be very large, black with curls and red lipstick and red velvet shoes, please. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. 
consider it done I'm at some so point excited. in the future. Okay, we're definitely doing this. Cool. Set I'm excited. Stone. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> How did we get here? I don't know. So we didn't pick what we're going to do next Again, week yet. gosh. No, so we didn't. I have an idea. Okay. I have, you get, to, you're going to pick options. Okay. Okay, so close your eyes. Okay. Or don't look at the notes. Either uh-huh. or. Okay. Okay. So first thing I want you to do is choose if you want to continue with on the Carly path or if you want to go back and do listener requests. 100% up to you. Let's do 100 or 100%. Let's do one last week on the Carly path. Okay. Then I'm going to I'm going to hit a generator and you're going to say go. And I'm going to stop the generator and then it's going to select what movie we're doing because okay. that way we don't have to pick. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Whenever you're ready. I just say go. Yep. Okay. Mm, go. Okay. We're doing. Oh, hang on. We can't do that one. <laughs> we can't do Midsummer. <laughs> it picked Midsummer. We can't do that one. Sorry. Do it one more time. Okay. Mm, go. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're doing the Prodigy. Cool. And. Okay, whenever you want. Go. And ready or not. Hell yeah. I was like, Adam Brody, Adam Brody, Adam Brody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you literally wrote on the notes, ready or not, in parentheses, I mean, dot, 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 Adam Brody. (laughs) (laughs) Literally the second time I was literally just like, Adam Brody, Adam Brody, Adam Brody. (laughs) So this thank is how you. we should pick the movies all the time. It's way easier. It is. Uh, okay, so we're doing Ready or Not, which is, I mean, Adam Brody, streaming mm-hmm. on HBO. Mm-hmm. And The Prodigy, uh, which is streaming on Hulu. Cool. There I'm we excited. Go. Way to go. Yay. Okay. Anything else we need to chat about, talk about, gossip I think, about? I think that's it. I want to shout out Justin of horror business and shout out horror business in general because he's just the fucking best he is don't you think i do 100 in terms of being the best like he's up there for sure uh he he just sends us stuff he just sends us shirts and we love them he's he's the sweetest pie the sweetest of all pies He's he's a he's a good he's a good bean he'll steal your girl he will watch out I love him I love so him much. Too. We we love him. We love we love the whole friggin' crew over there. Uh, yes, we do. Or business. Okay. Anything yeah. else? Anything That's else we it. need to shout out, talk about? No. No. Okay. Cool. cool. So until next week then. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.